Good morning. It's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dick. And wow, we are into uh, a lot of sports Tournament going on. time. <laughs> All directions. Yes, yes. Uh, we'll start uh, with a recap, a little bit of uh, the state individual wrestling tournament, uh, where a number of area individuals did pretty well. Yeah, just a good showing by the guys and girls from around yes. the area. So uh, we'll start off in Division One boys, uh, where uh, Carter Freeman of Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln uh, took first place at 126 pounds. He defeated Easton Cooper of D.C. Everest 3-1 to one in the finals, so congratulations to Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, his teammate, Bennett Weidman, uh, at 157, finished sixth. Uh, Marshfield's Caleb Denae, uh at 165, uh, finished second, lost a tough one in the finals to Liam Crook of Kirkana. And those guys have been uh, ranked 1-2 all season, Larry, okay. in Division One And... Uh, Crook got the best of Denae this time, four to one. Um, Caleb, a junior, finishes with a record of fifty-three and one. So yeah, still pretty, not bad. Pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's got another year, you okay. know, to get back on to get on top of that podium. So, and then his teammate Owen Griesbach of Marshfield at one seventy-five finished third uh, in Division Two uh, at one fifty. Hudson Sebesta Opelt of NGL finished fifth. At 157, uh, Tanner Alupka of Abby Cody, Cody, Kobe, excuse me, finished second. Uh, he lost to Gage Lashowitz in double overtime in the Ooh. finals, and that was the third matchup between the two. They met in the championship with the regional finals, sectional finals, and state finals. So they knew each other pretty well yeah. coming in. So. Uh, obviously, a double overtime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, Tanner uh, had a great career. I believe he was a three-time placer at state and, of course, lost his junior year to uh, a knee injury, so uh, congratulations to him. Yeah. At 285, Willie Graham of Stanley Boyd, and Willie, just a sophomore, finished fifth. So he's oh, wow. a pretty good kid. Just want to mention the other two NGL wrestlers down there, Larry. Um, Ridge Tibbet uh, at 113, and Dane looked around at 190. Both took tough losses on Thursday night, but Ridge, a sophomore, I hope to see him back. And then Dane, a four-time sectional qualifier, finally got down to state and finished off a great career with a, a state qualifying performance. Okay. Yeah, and he had, uh, I believe, 100 wins, yeah, over 100 wins 100 in his wins. career. And the gentleman he lost to 10-6 to 6 on Thursday night ended up finishing fourth, Ross Christ. From, okay. So uh, he did not lose to just anybody. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, in Division, in division three, uh Blake Underwood of Marathon finished second at 106, finished 53 and 2. He lost in the finals 1 0 to Grunsfelder of, uh, of Pecatonica. That was just a tremendous match. Mm, so, wow. Um, and uh, in his other, another kid, uh, under, um, Johnson from Cumberland, who's right up there with those two, finished third. So just a tremendous 106 yeah, bracket. You D3. said it was going to be a yeah, tough one. Right. At 113, uh, Caleb Bodell. Lodo from Cadott finished fourth. Derek Goddard from Auburndale finished sixth. At 120, Trenton Canoyer from Stratford finished third. At 126, Zade Grassel from Auburndale was third. Aaron Knetter of Stratford was sixth. At 132, Swain Stencil of Marathon was sixth. At 144, Colton Weiler finished second, lost a tough one in the finals to Ian Crop of Fenimore. Uh, three to two, Colton finishes his junior year with a record of 51-2-2. and two, two. So he's wow. got another year to get back up there, too. And you had talked about that Fenimore team. Yeah, they're awesome. they got some good, they're awesome. good wrestlers. They're, they'll be, we'll be mentioning them here in a few minutes. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at 50, 157, Troy Dooman of Gilman, Cornell, Lake Holcomb, finished fifth. Uh, at 175, uh, Carter Leak of Stratford uh, lost in the finals 7-5 to, to David Mallon of Aquinas. 
Uh, Carter finishes his year at 51 and 2. At 190, uh, Noah Lucio of Stratford finished fourth. And at 215, Axel Teagles of Cadott finished sixth. So um, let's go to the girls then. We're yeah. at 100 pounds. Ava Gardner from Marshfield finished first. She defeated two time champion Brooke Corrigan of De Pere. And Brooke was, it was a very highly rated in the country for girls. Oh, wow. And Ava just gave her a good one. 17 to 4, she beat her. So uh, Ava worked very hard this last year. Of course, she's done a lot of wrestling with guys. And mm-hmm. she showed it. Saturday night. So but, okay, uh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, and also in that hundred pound bracket, Izzy Sonnetag from Kadat finished third. So very good one hundred pound bracket for the girls. And then at one thirty two, Riley Hanahan of uh, Black River Falls finished second. She lost in the finals five to two to Lily Banks of Menasha. So a great performance by all the uh, wrestlers down there, Larry. So, yeah. So I understand there's going to be a, a girls wrestler that could be a four time state yeah, champ I, next I, year. It's Brooke. I forget her last name. Um, but she uh, she's from New London, and she is a three-time champion, and she will be able she will be trying to become the first girls four-time state champion next year. So All right, be something to look forward to. Yes, and I also want to mention this uh, freshman, and I believe, I forget what weight she was with the girls, but she finished, uh, and I forget where she was from, but she finished forty-one and zero with forty-one pins too. <laughs> so <laughs> they call that an immaculate season. I would say yes, <laughs> yes, that would be it. All right, so that's the individual uh, wrestling championships last weekend. Now they go to the uh, state uh, wrestling, uh, the team wrestling, I should yep. say, for uh, this coming weekend down at the UW Fieldhouse, and uh, some pretty good teams are going to be down there. Yeah, we'll start with the division quarterfinals on Friday night in, Div- in Division One, where they have eight teams. Number one, seeded one is Kakana, and they will take on number eight, Homestead. Uh, number four, Menominee, will take on number five, McQuanago. Number three, Wisconsin Rapids. Uh, will take on number six, Hartford Union. And number two, uh, Muskego, will take on number seven, Arrowhead. This is a loaded field, Larry. Yeah. Uh, I've thought very highly of the Rapids team all season. I thought, I think they personally, I, I thought they were a little low-seeded, but I think they are going to come back and prove that different. I, okay. I, my feeling, and I think Menominee could also be in there, but um, the semis will follow. But I, to me, I think the finals... Kind of looks like a Kakana Wisconsin Rapids matchup. So okay, we will see that. All right. So, so. championship will be on Saturday yeah. afternoon. Mm-hmm. All right, Division Two. What do you got uh, yeah. there? Okay, uh, Luxembourg Casco is seated number one. They will take on number four Kewaskum, and number two Saint Croix Falls will take on number three Prairie du Chien. And I look for here, Larry. I look for a Luxembourg Casco Saint Croix Falls final, and that should be a dandy. Okay. Both teams with a lot of talented wrestlers. So, yeah. So, All right. But uh, no upsets there. You don't think? No, I don't think so. I um, I I know, both Kowalski and Prairie Deschene have very good wrestlers, but I don't think they're neither are as deep as the other two. Okay. So. All right. And then uh, in Division Three. Yeah, Fenimore comes in with uh, I believe three state champions. They are seated number one, and they will take on number four Cumberland. Now I will not take Cumberland lightly. Any team that beat Stratford for a sectional championship, <laughs> I do not take lightly. Yeah. And they have got some awesome inter- in- individuals, starting with uh, Braden Johnson at 106 and then his brother at 138, Dawson Johnson, who just finished off a four-time state championship career. So, yeah. so I do not take Cumberland lightly, but I do think Fenimore is going to probably have enough to beat them, though. Okay. So, and then in number two, uh, in the, in number two, Wyoiga Fremont, Versus number three Coleman. I don't know a lot about Wyoiga Fremont, but they have got them seated very highly. Coleman, of course, has always been a very yeah. tough um, 
But uh, we'll just go with the seed here and say Wyawega Fremont is going to beat Coleman. But I look for Fenimore to beat Wyawega Fremont in the finals. So. Okay. And all those, cha- all three championship matches will be at three o'clock on Saturday, and yep. that, and those are all at the field house or affectionately known as the barn. <laughs> yes, the barn. <laughs> You ever been down there for this team wrestling? Not for team wrestling. The last time I was at, inside the field house was when Ryan Hoffman was wrestling down there. How many mats did they put in there then? There were six then. Oh, there was. Okay, there was so they have enough room they, for that. They had, they had enough room. Yeah, okay. It was, it was well run. It would look crowded, but it was. Yeah, yeah so, right. But uh, yeah, I got to sit sit in the upper deck there. That was not a real. One yeah, of my that's pleasant uh, memories. Yeah, that's not one of the better places to be. <laughs> I kind of found a friendly beam to hang on to. And <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I've been in that upper deck yeah. there. That's that's not the place to be in no. the old barn. All right, so uh, state team wrestling coming up uh, this weekend down in Madison. It's going to be a busy weekend uh, down in Madison because they've got the uh, state hockey uh, tournament going on as well. The 54th uh, boys and the 23rd girls state hockey, and that starts. Uh, Actually, it's already underway yeah. as New Richmond is taking on Tomahawk mm-hmm. uh, right now in a Division II semifinal. Mm-hmm. New Richmond is the defending champ. And then St. Mary Springs will take on River Falls this afternoon at 1.30. Uh, Division I semifinals for the boys will be tomorrow, and that's the only action tomorrow yeah. uh, for state hockey. Yeah, yeah, they've got eight teams, I believe. And then the girls will have their semifinals uh-huh. tonight. Yes. And uh, a lot of those are co-ops, of course. Yep. You've got uh, D.C. Everest co-op. Or Central Wisconsin Storm, Storm as yeah. they're known around yeah, here, uh, and Saint Pra Sun Prairie West Co-op, and I looked at that. I think there's like seven schools that are involved in that. Oh co-op. my goodness! You you would think you could pull probably enough out of the two schools in Sun Prairie. You would think, <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of schools involved in that. Yeah, one. I imagine there's a lot of small schools on yeah. the edges that yeah. probably get involved there too. So and then River Falls, uh, mm-hmm. which is a River Falls, Baldwin, Woodville, Saint Croix Central mm-hmm. Co-op, or the okay. Fusion. Okay. As they are known around here, they will take on De Pere Co-op, another one that has a lot of teams, and they're yeah. the defending champs yep. uh, in girls' state hockey. And they only have one division in girls, so they have their semifinals, and then they'll have their championship yeah. on Saturday. Isn't that interesting in Division Two that River Falls and New Richmond are ten miles apart and both made the state tournament? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you never know how sectional lines are drawn, I guess. Well, this is that's boys, though. Boys, though. That's what I mean. I was yeah. talking about, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. We looked at some of these uh, basketball yeah. matchups, Abbotsford against Colby, and yeah. then you got other teams that are going yeah. Yeah. 150 miles away. Yeah, they made up for it for Abbotsford with the boys, though. They had to go up to Washburn. <laughs> 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 they used all their gas money there. So. I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, the Nielsville girls basketball team, they uh, won their sixth straight regional championship, mm-hmm. so they now move on to play Westfield tonight mm-hmm. at Stevens Point in a Division Four sectional semifinal. And I don't know a lot about Westfield, except they got a pretty good uh, uh, girl that scores about 20 a yeah, game. Yeah, they are looking at their roster. They're very junior-oriented. Okay. Um, Carly Drews, the girl you speak of, is, I believe, the lone senior on the team. But she averages 21 points and I believe eight or nine rebounds yeah. a game. So she's going to uh, Baturbo next okay. year. Okay, um, not a lot of height. No, uh, and no. so Nielsville should match up. Yeah, with I think them. it'll be match up, and I think there's going to be a lot of quickness shown on the floor. So, okay, so um, it'll be it should be an interesting match, pretty good matchup here, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. that game at seven o'clock tonight on 92.7 mm-hmm. WPKG. The winner will play the winner of uh, Bank. Or excuse me, uh, Cuba, Cuba City, City and New Glarus. Yep. And that sectional championship for now is scheduled at the at the Dells. 
for Saturday afternoon. Uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yes. that's a one o'clock start for that okay, one so. on Saturday. And I would think they were they would keep that there. Yeah, absolutely. That absolutely. Looks like a midpoint. Yeah, it looks like a very good midpoint for all those teams because yep. where New Glarus comes from, and then Cuba City, Nilesville, and then Westfield. So yeah. yeah, it looks like a pretty good telling point there. Mm-hmm. So uh, some other area teams that are yeah. involved in uh, sectional semifinals tonight in Division Four. Uh, a uh, Clorabelle Conference West yeah. matchup as yeah. Fall Creek takes on Regis at Osseo Fairchild. Yeah. And, and, then, that, and a good one, I think, Larry, uh, McDonald uh, Catholic going up against Phillips at yeah. Ladysmith. I think that sh- should be a dandy. I, yeah. uh, and nothing. And I think Fall Creek has a great team, but, boy, I almost look for the, that team comes out of that McDonald-Phillips team to be a stick head for state. Oh, yeah, yeah. McDonald, yeah. we saw them yeah. uh, play Nielsville in the uh, Chlorabelle Conference crossover, and, boy, they look tough. Yeah, and, and, and Phillips uh, still – has the what was the name of that girl a couple of years ago that was a big time scorer? Oh yeah, and she's still there. Yet. No, her younger sister. Oh okay, yeah. all right. And I believe their dad is the coach too. Okay, you know so. Yeah, but Fall Creek, I tell you, is no slouch. Fall, either. Yeah, uh, Jason Martsky has a heck of a team there. Yes, he does. And he's the only he's beat McDonald this year, so you know he's got that on his hat. So, um, and they are playing. They don't travel too far. They're they're in Osseo today. Great. So, yeah, yeah. So that and same for Regis, but. And, you know, I look for Fall Creek to come out of that game, and I'm not sure. Where does the sectional – is that scheduled in Osseo, too, I believe? Oh, now you got me on that okay. one. Okay. I did okay. not we'll look ahead. That. I did not look ahead that far. We'll forget that. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. You can look on WIAWI.org <laughs> yeah. and uh, check that out. A lot of stuff in D5, though, uh, Larry. Uh, one that I chuckle about, but, boy, I'll tell you what, I think you got to take this team seriously. Number nine, Gilman versus number two, Owen Withy. And that game, of course – was originally scheduled to be at Ashland. <laughs> yeah, that but Gilman got... knocked off all the top yeah. seeds that yeah. are up north. Yeah, and they had no gas money left because yeah. <laughs> they had been to uh, South Shore and Hurley on the same weekend, so <laughs> so they had to do something, and so they got Stanley Boyd. And No, but uh, nice job there. And uh, Owen Withy, of course, has been, has been strong the whole second half. They, you know, they vaulted into that number two spot in Clover Belt East, and uh, Coach Jowling has got them playing really well, so... Should be a good matchup over there, though. Yep. So Gilman playing very well. Winner moves on to the sectional final on Saturday. Yeah, and I don't think anybody would have thought at least a Gilman Owen Withy no. matchup. Maybe well, Owen Withy against somebody, but well, how about you know three teams from the Clorbell East winning regional titles? Right. You know that's that's something that you know. Uh, of course, we've had it for years there with back in the day with Nilzo and Owen Withy. But yeah. yeah, you know you throw a Gilman in there now. So, but anyway, the winner of that game faces uh, the winner of Clear Lake versus Turtle Lake. And that is, and uh, Clear Lake has been ranked very highly in D5 oh, yeah. all season. Yes, they have. And they've had a good program up there the last few years. Yep. But anyway, uh, that championship game is scheduled to be played at Hudson Saturday. So Okay. So All right. And then Athens, another team that's really come along in the second half of the season. We've talked about them. But, uh, of course, they were a four seed. They will face number two Pittsville at Merrill on Saturday. On Thursday tonight, excuse yeah. me. And the winner of that game faces number one Leanover and number three Wabino Leona, and that game and that championship game is scheduled for Anigo Saturday. So. Okay, yeah, Pittsville, so. another team. Uh, don't look past them. Oh, you bet. Yeah, they got a Grim Re- girl. Reese Grim is on that you know, team. And Athens has got some nice girls. Like a Coker girl who's yeah. a very good ball player, and so it, that should be a good matchup. That should be a tonight. good matchup there. Um, number one seed at Assumption. They are taking on number two Lords Academy, and that game is at Oshkosh West tonight. 
And the winner of that game faces the winner of number one seeded Albany Monticello versus number three Sheboygan Christian. And that game will be played at Hartford Union Saturday. Okay. So, All right. So, so some area teams still alive well, for girls got, basketball. And, we got, and, we, and not to, to any local flavor here, but uh, there is a, um, a game tonight at Marshfield, Larry. Number one seed Menominee taking on number four Mosinee. Oh, okay. And that is in D2. So. Okay. Yeah, I think that one got moved. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, did. that was not originally scheduled for Marshfield. But no. yeah, that is played there tonight. Yep, so that should be a good game. Menominee went to state last year. Uh, their head coach, Storm Harmon, and he is the son-in-law of Chuck Gregrich from Loyal, originally from Loyal. Well, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Getting everything going here. Yeah. You know, small world, yes. small world. You just never know yeah. where, where people, how, how they're related sometimes. Yeah. All right, uh, so that's girls basketball, sectional semifinals tonight. Boys basketball, they will have their regional semifinals tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And the Nielsville boys... Uh, we did that game against yeah. Melrose Monduro on Tuesday night in Division Four, and yeah. boy, I tell you, Nielsville really came alive after a yeah. slow beginning. Boy, a very slow beginning, you know, and it just had the shots, just couldn't hit them. And uh, um, Melrose came out red hot. Yeah, they were banging threes. And yep. they got up twenty-three to eleven, and all of a sudden, Nielsville went into a, a pretty much a full court press. And of course, we talked about this on the broadcast. Uh, Melrose Mandora went with five guys in the first half. Yeah. And by the time that half was done, their tongues were hanging out. And a lot, a lot of turnovers. Yeah. yeah a yeah. lot of turnovers. And that turned a 23-11 game into, um, I believe, a 30-23 to game pretty quickly. Yeah. And it was 39-32 at halftime. At halftime. And the second half, Warriors continued. And uh, um, Andrew Hazer, nice Career high twenty eight points and a great slam dunk to put yeah. the, put the dagger in there. And too. from what I see in the stats uh, yeah. later in the day on uh, uh, early in the day on Wednesday, fifteen rebounds to go yeah, with the yeah, twenty eight he, points. He's been very dominant on the board. He was very dominant on the boards against Fall Creek and the last game against Spencer too. He's been I'm sure he's had double digits in all three games. So and then when uh, Coach Geyer talked uh, after the game, he kind of switched uh, what he was doing early in that yeah. game. He mm-hmm. was uh, his game plan. He just kind of threw it out the window mm-hmm. and went to something else, and yeah. it worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he had one plan, and I don't know how much pressing came into that, but I think once he's seen that the ball handlers for um, Melrose Mandora were a little below average, he w- he went Maybe after him with gun, yeah. and he was he was bringing guys in left and right and keeping fresh people fresh legs on the court at all times. Yeah, and it worked big time. Yes, so, it did. You know, so. so now Nielsville will travel to uh, Luther. Uh, tomorrow night, and that is a 7 o'clock start for yeah. that regional semifinal. And Luther features you know, the top three-point uh, shooter yeah. in the state in Boy, Division 4. this guy got some gaudy stats. Yeah. Wow. Logan Barr, he's a 6'7 forward. I could not find if he's going somewhere to play ball, though. I, could, I, could, mm. I looked for that for a while. Could be undecided. But yeah. anyway, 24 points a game, 10.9 rebounds. He's uh, 50% from three-pointers, which we said is top uh, in uh, D4 this year. Uh, at the free throw line, he's made 124 out of 136, 91%. Wow. That is the highest percent I have seen this year. Wow. <laughs> For that many free throws, that's good. For that many good. free throws. That is all. That's NBA right. type thing. Yeah. You know. When you shoot that many free throws, yeah. your percentage usually oh, isn't that high. You, you think of, well, think of Giannis had that kind of percentage. <laughs> <laughs> we can only dream. Yeah. We can only dream. But yeah, yeah, this kid. But uh, they're eighteen and six on the year. You know, of course, they are the defending D four state champions. But I think they lost some seniors this year. They lost some guards. Yeah, from what I hear. And uh, so we'll see what happens. You know, maybe 
this pressing that the Warriors do can bring in some easy turnovers. It's, I, I, you got to look them right in the eye. You can't, you, you can't worry about that state championship right. they won. Yeah, it's going to be a nice banger hang, banner hanging on that uh, wall there, and all nice for us to see. But sure. uh, you got to forget that and play your game. Well, if they come in and play like they have the last yeah. two games. And I, I, I just I have the opinion, Larry, this Nielso bunch can beat anybody any night and they can lose to anybody any night. So <laughs> that is my feeling yeah, about this yeah. team. And I love these kids. They're great kids. They're respectable. But that, that's the way it turns out. They can lose to anybody any given night, but they can beat anybody even night. And if they play like they did against Fall Creek Saturday, and Fall Creek is a team that probably is comparable to Luther. Yeah. And, you oh, know, yeah. You know, I, I think they will be right in this game. Yeah. And keep it close and hopefully you have a chance to win it at the end of the game. I think so. that I think that little phrase right there, keep it close, yes, yep. is gonna be the key. Yeah, yeah. You can't worry about you know and where if they get that, too far behind yeah, early. Yeah, it's gonna be over. It's yeah. yeah. And you you've gotta get on this guy for three points. Yeah. If he's shooting fifty percent, you gotta get a hand in his face. You know, I you know, I'm not gonna tell you what defense to play, but I sure would look at some kind of like a diamond a diamond and one or something. Well like at six that. seven he's gonna be tough to defend. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and the Warriors don't have anybody. You know, right. You know, I can Sa- defend out there. Sam Hayes is about the closest right. and that's not Sam's forte on the outside. Right, right. You know, so you're looking more at Andrew Hay- Hazer or Ashton Schultz, both a couple of inches shorter. But you sure don't want to lose either one of those guys to foul trouble on this. Or guy maybe either. a Jace Peckle will Jace, muscle them around a little yep, bit. Yep, yep. Have let Peckle and, and Zoski use their ten fouls. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know. And that it, it, they frustrate people. Right. Yeah. You know, they did it last night. Yeah, they did. They and did. you know, and I the Warriors did a good. You know, uh, Byam from you know uh, Melrose, eighteen points coming in a game, but and he was great early. But the Warriors started getting in his way, and he got frustrated. He tried to put the ball on the floor. Turnovers. Uh, Started missing some easy shots, and and when you took that away, you took away their offense. So, yep, yep. So. All right, so uh, regional semifinals for boys coming up tomorrow night, and uh, some area teams uh, yep. besides Nielsville uh, still alive. Uh, you got a loyal Columbus Catholic matchup, and I like this matchup from a loyal standpoint. Loyal went into Pittsville, you know, and I'm not surprised they beat them because they're playing pretty well. But they beat them by 30 yeah, points. Yeah, I was surprised at the score. And you know, you go back to last week. Loyal was the only team in the Clover Belt East to win a, a crossover yeah, game. They beat right. Regis yeah. at home, and Regis sat in third for most of the, most of the season yeah. in, in the in the West. So Loyal playing very well. I'm not going to say they're going to go in and win, but I think they're going to make this a pretty good game. Well, and uh, granted, it was at Loyal, but the last yeah. time they played Columbus Catholic, it was right. very close. And if Columbus shoots like they did last Saturday, mm. it could even be better. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they didn't do that against uh, no. Chris, Cooley no. Christian <laughs> yeah. Providence Academy. Yeah. He, Columbus is very comfortable in their own gym. Yes, but, uh, 88 points. And, yeah. and there again, Larry, we just said it with Nielsville. It, Loyal can keep it close and have a chance to win at the end. Anything can happen. Yeah. So, so. All right. Uh, also, uh, t- tomorrow night, Port Edwards is at Alma Center Lincoln, Thorpe yeah. at Rib Lake, Flambeau at Owen Withy, Athens at Drummond, and Newman Catholic is at Pacelli in Division 5. Division 4 matchups, Regis at Aquinas, Osseo Fairchild at Fall Creek, McDonald Central at Spring Valley, Colby at Marathon. That's a could be some points matchup. scored. An interesting matchup. There should be some three point shooting there. I yeah. don't think so. But. I don't know if Colby has uh, anybody that can stop Grant Warren. No, but. yeah, you got Tucker Hayes who matches up height wise, but Tucker Hayes is no skill wise. No, 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 he's not even close. So. No, and Marathon's a team that I think. Yeah, they have all the tools to yeah, yeah. probably advance on the yeah, state. Yeah, they they are the best of D four team in this area that yeah. we cover anyway. So. Washburn is at Stratford tonight, Iowa Scan or tomorrow night, Iowa Scandinavia at Edgar, 
and uh, Phillips at Auburndale. Yeah. In Division Three, Baldwin Woodville is at Bloomer. Altoona yeah. is at Elk Mound. Yeah. Division Two, Medford at uh, New Richmond. Seymour at Mosney. Division One, Chippewa Falls will be at Marshfield, and Holman is at Stevens Point. Be interesting to see what Bloomer does in D3. We were very impressed with them last Saturday watching them play Mar- uh, Columbus Catholic. They're a big, strong team and yeah. got some good three-point shooters also. Be interesting how they do in D3. You bet. So. All right, so that's what's happening in uh, high school sports. A lot of it going on uh, this weekend once again. Where are they now? Okay, Larry, we're going up to Stratford. We're going to talk about Billy Niggeman. And Billy, a 2006 graduate of Stratford High School, Billy was a four-year member of the Stratford football team. His freshman year, the Tigers were 11-1 on the season. They were Merriwood Conference champs, qualifying for the WIA Division VI playoffs, where they lost in levels four to Hilbert, 9-7. Billy carried the ball 17 times for 110 yards, and on defense, he had one pass interception. His sophomore year, the uh, Tigers were 14-0 on the season. They were Merriwood Conference champions, qualifying for the WI Division VI playoffs where they would make it to the state championship game where they would defeat St. Mary Springs 29-13 for the championship. In that game, Billy carried the ball six times for 27 yards and had one reception for nine yards, and he also scored a two-point conversion. On defense, he had eight tackles. For the season, he had 85 rushing attempts for 570 yards and eight touchdowns, and on defense, he had five pass interceptions. He was chosen to the first-team All-Merwood team on defense. His junior year, Stratford was 14-0. They were Merwood Conference champs qualifying for the WI Division VI playoffs, where they would advance to the championship game where they would defeat Pecatonica Argyle 32-3 for the title. In that game, Billy had 13 attempts for 140 yards and a touchdown. He also had four receptions for 17 yards. On defense, he had five tackles and one sack. For the season, Billy had 135 carries for 1,150 yards and 12 touchdowns. On defense, he had 62 tackles and four pass interceptions. He was first-team All-Merwood on offense and defense and was a Channel 7 All-Star on defense. His senior year, Stratford was 14-0, Merwood Conference champs qualifying for the WI Division VI playoffs where they would advance to the championship game where they defeated St. Mary Springs 25-7 for the title. In that game, Billy carried the ball 14 times for 79 yards and had one reception for 12 yards, and on defense, he had five tackles. For the season, Billy carried the ball 115 times for 1,020 yards and 11 touchdowns. He was a first-team All-Merriwood on offense and defense. He was a Channel 7 All-Star on defense and honorable mention All-State on defense and was chosen to play in Wisconsin football coaches' All-Star game. In the winter, Billy was a three-year letter winner on the Tiger basketball team. His sophomore year, Stratford was 17-6 on the season, losing to Michicot in the sectional finals, 65-47. Billy averaged five points per game. His junior year, Stratford was 19-3 on the season. They were Merriwood South champions, losing in the regional semis to Kobe. Billy averaged 11 points on the season, was honorable mention all-conference. His senior year, Billy was, uh, Stratford was 19-2 in Merriwood South Champs, losing in the regional finals to Iola, Scandinavia. Billy averaged 13 points on the season and was second-team all-conference. After graduation, Billy enrolled at UW-La Crosse and joined the Eagle football team. His freshman year, the Eagles were 5-5. Five and five. Billy played special teams and backup defensive back and had 10 tackles on the season. 
His sophomore year, the Eagles were 3-7 and seven on the season. Billy, starting at defensive back, had 50 tackles with two tackles for loss and two pass interceptions on the season. His junior year, the Eagles were 5-5 five and five on the season. Billy had 23 tackles with two tackles for loss and three pass interceptions. His senior year, lacrosse was 3-7. and seven. Billy had 28 tackles, intercepted three passes, and also returned 15 punts for 160 yards with a long return of 54 yards. He was named second-team All-WIAC that year. Billy graduated from UW-Lacrosse in 2012 with a degree in marketing. Today, Billy is an account executive for Wide Effect Talent Solutions. Wide Effect is a company that helps companies find, hire, and retain the right people for their business needs. Billy and his wife, Lindsay, reside in Milton, Wisconsin. Billy Niggerman, Larry. There you go. How about that for a career, huh? Wow. About 53 and 1 <laughs> playing football. Yeah. Some good teams. That was there. the best of them. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best of the best right yeah. there. It's, a, it's, you know, it's always surprising or interesting how these guys go from being top-notch running backs in high school. To defensive backs yeah, in college. Yeah, always seem to be a defensive back in college or special yeah. teams. I said about the only guy in the area that really hasn't done that is Corey Gallernick from Marshville. He set some rushing records at point, but okay. most of these guys yeah. end up playing defense. Yeah. And yeah. I, I guess that just means they're good athletes, too. I so, guess, so, yeah. So. You talked about the uh, Wisconsin mm-hmm. Football Coaches Association mm-hmm. All-Star yeah. uh, game. While well, the rosters were announced, mm-hmm. and there are a number of area uh, players on those teams, mm-hmm. and uh, a number of these uh, players on that North small team uh, – we heard a lot of them, <laughs> you know, when we were doing uh, games, yeah, yeah. state games yeah, and conference you know, you games. Yeah, you got Edgar Stratford and teams like that, you know. Yeah, you got Kohler Kilty from Stratford yeah, yeah. and Gavin Leonard. Yeah. Austin Remington from Mondovi, Peyton Snyder from Mondovi, Chase Sturm from Stanley Boyd. Yeah. Uh, in fact, a couple of coaches will be on the coaching mm. staff for that North small team, Chris Trawicki of Edgar and Nick Sturm of Stanley Boyd. Okay, both assistant coaches. Yeah, so. and then a number of guys in that North player uh, North eight-player team. Yeah. You know, we heard from Logan Hansen, yeah. Thorpe, Denzel Sutton of Thorpe, Colin Dahlman of Owen Withy, Troy Duhlman of Gilman, mm-hmm. uh, and then Kel, uh, Keldrick Stokes of Thorpe He's is going to be the head, head coach. Head yeah. man. Going to be head coach yeah. for that North. Yeah, we just talked about Troy Duhlman from Gilman Wrestling, so yeah, yeah pretty good football player too. <laughs> yeah, a linebacker for yeah. uh, the Gilman Pirates yep. in that eight-player football team. Those uh, – mm-hmm. All-Star Games for uh, football will be uh, July 19th and 20th. Yeah, in Oshkosh. In Oshkosh. Yep, the eight-man is on Friday night, and then uh, uh, small school is early afternoon on Saturday and with the large schools to follow. Yep. All right. Uh, One note here, Marty Herman was uh, a longtime listener of our Mm -hmm. show here, and he mentioned that there's uh, some ties from a North Carolina uh, women's basketball player to our area. Okay. And that is Alyssa Usby, okay. Apparently, is the second cousin of Bruce uh, Witty. Oh, really? Natalie Witty and Rhonda Witty. Okay, sure. So, okay. Uh, she yeah. came from Rochester. Okay, and uh, she is on uh, the North Carolina Tar Heel women's basketball team, where she's been a starter as a guard. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's nice to know. Yeah, wow. so. and uh, she's there now with Lexi Donarski. Okay, yep. Who uh, transferred from Iowa State yes. out to North Carolina? Carolina. Yep. And we've we met Lexi Donarski's mom, mom, as a yep. matter of fact, you in bet. the elevator last yeah, year. Yeah, and then her younger sister, I believe, went out to Montana. Yeah, or some yeah. someplace out there. So, yeah. yeah, her mom. Yeah, she showed us to our announcing place last year when we were at um, Eagle Stadium there. Yeah, so, so for yeah. the Colby game last and year. And then her 
their dad is still the coach at Aquinas, and he mm-hmm. when we did the Assumption game, he was scouting Assumption that night. Yes, so, he was. So yeah, you bet. So. All right, so I just thought I'd uh, throw that out that there for Marty. That is pretty cool. You know, we don't hear enough of that. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. Well, you mentioned you know how yeah. you know some of these. What was it, Gregorich? Gregorich, yeah. yeah. You know, and then um, well, Randy Slusker has a a nephew playing for Tomahawk in the state hockey tournament. As a goalie. Yeah, yeah. which is awesome. So, yeah, so. always nice to hear that, that kind you of bet. stuff here yeah, on Two Guys on Sports. Yeah, yeah, we need to do more of that, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Wisconsin Badgers, uh, they had five guys in double figures the other night, but still couldn't beat they Indiana. Just, just cannot do it on the Can't road Can't finish here. the games. Not here in the second half, you know, 74-70, so... Yeah, they're you know they're getting down point where they're getting their chances of getting in the NCAA are slipping a little bit, and they've got a game against Illinois at home Saturday. Illinois ranked 13th in the country, so that's uh, you know. Granted, they they do have 18 wins, yeah. but you know it, it may come down to how well they do in that Big Ten tournament. Yeah, they might need two wins in the end in the Big Ten tournament. You know, so we'll see. But uh, I have I haven't looked at Joel Lenardi's thing lately. That's kind of the one I pay attention to because. He seems to be about the closest one. Oh, so. is who's getting into the tournament? Yeah, he, yeah he's the ESP at Bracketology. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, so. Well, well, you know how that goes sometimes, kind of like the NFL draft. Yeah, well, <laughs> the only thing guaranteed about the NCAA bracket, somebody's going to be complaining they got snubbed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He got <laughs> that's that all right. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Because I sure can't pick the games. No, so. no. All right, uh, the Bucks. Uh, seem to be coming around here a little They're bit. They're starting to fit into Doc Rivers' system. They've played three games, Larry, since the All-Star break, and all three good defensive games. Yeah. Uh, they held Minnesota to 107 points in an overtime game last Friday night. Now, Grant, Philly is without Joe Embiid. Right, But yeah. they held both Philly and Charlotte under 100 points. So that in this day and age, I don't care who the – uh, pro teams put on the floor. You right. usually score 100 points. Yep. And when I came home Tuesday night from the basketball game, I think it was like 85 to 41. Oh. The game between Charlotte and Milwaukee. So yeah, it ended up being 123 to 85. Yeah, I, the subs were already in. I think late third quarter. Yeah. I think so. But uh, um, they're at Charlotte tonight, and then uh, at Chicago Friday. And I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, Channel 13 out of Eau Claire is broadcasting some of these games live. Now, last Friday night they did the Minnesota game, and they are doing the Chicago game tomorrow night too. Really? Yeah, so just like the old days when there was local broadcasting. So yeah, mm, so I did I, not I know I don't that. know if they're, if they're getting away from the Bally Sports Network a little bit or something. You know? Okay. There's, you know, there's been rumors about the Bally Sports yeah, Network yeah, here right. for a long time. Yep. But, uh, so, yep. but anyway, their, their game from Chicago is on Channel 13 Friday night. But then they host the Clippers Monday, and then, then they're heading west, uh, and they start out with Golden State Wednesday. So, and okay. I believe they go to L.A. Lakers next Friday. So, All right. So. Okay. So, not but an I easy schedule. I think things are starting to look better for them. They're yeah. really playing good defense now. So yeah, that's so. that was the main thing. Yeah. I mean, they could score. Yeah, absolutely. They they were winning games 135 to 125. Which yeah. That, Giving up too that many gets points. it done in the regular season, but now you're going to get it done in the playoffs. So. Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. So good for Doc Rivers, I think. You so. bet. Anything else on the Doc? Uh, here? Brewers uh, getting going in the exhibition play, uh, using Sal Frelick a little bit at third base, trying to get to get all these outfielders in the game. That could be an interesting thing there. So. You know, I look at their box scores. You know, at mm-hmm. some of these games, there's a lot of names I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, still, <laughs> I yeah. go through the pitching and areas. Yeah, they nobody. I said they have not hardly pitched. Uh, 
the guy they signed, uh, junk they signed. He, I think he pitched yesterday. Okay, so, yeah, I don't. A lot of those yeah, names. Yeah, I, I have not heard of Freddie Peralta pitching nope, yet. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, obviously they're yeah. trying to get a look at everybody. Yeah, they want you know as many arms as they can. You know, uh, they're looking. You know, there might be two guys. You know, there might be two starting starting spots open if the, the right guys do it. I think their bullpen is fairly set. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of live arms down there. But I think, you know, if some couple of guys could impress big time in spring training, they might have a chance at starting. You sure, know, so, sure. So. All right. Well, we got girls basketball tonight. Yeah, good luck to the Warriors. Yes, yeah. Nielsville yeah. taking on Westfield over in Stevens Point. 7 o'clock is game time on 92.7 WPKG. Mm-hmm. And Dick and I will be down in on Alaska. Alaska. Luther High School yeah. for Nielsville and Luther tomorrow night. Should be another good one. 7 o'clock on 92.7 WPKG. That'll do it for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazel. I'm Dick Olson. We'll talk to you next week.